Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, September 13th. U.S. equities plunged following the release of a disappointing inflation report. The Consumer Price Index unexpectedly rose in August and moderated slightly year-over-year but remained severely elevated. The moves came as investors continued to grapple with expectations of continued aggressive monetary policy, with today's report likely solidifying the notion of a 75-basis-point rate hike at this month's FOMC meeting. In other economic news, small business optimism increased more than predicted. On the equity front, shares of Oracle declined as the company missed earnings estimates, overshadowing optimistic comments for future growth, while UBS's shares rose after it announced it will up its quarterly dividend. Treasury yields were mixed, with the two-year note seeing a marked gain, and the U.S. dollar soared following the CPI data, while crude oil and gold prices fell. European stocks were broadly lower following the data out of the U.S., as well as some inflation figures within the region, while Asian stocks finished mostly higher amid a host of mostly positive economic data. The Dow Jones Industrial Average tumbled 1,276 points, or 3.9% to 31,105. The S&P 500 Index fell 178 points, or 4.3% to 3,933. And the Nasdaq Composite plunged 633 points, or 5.2%, to 11,634. In moderate volume, 4.2 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 5.1 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil shed $0.47 to $87.31 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price declined $28.80 to $1,711.80 per ounce, and the dollar index rallied 1.4% to 109.88. In equity news on Tuesday, Oracle Corporation, ticker symbol ORCL, reported adjusted fiscal first quarter 2023 earnings per share of $1.03 below the $1.07 faxed estimate. As revenues were up 18% year-over-year to $11.4 billion, north of the expected $11.3 billion forecast. The Computer Technology Corporation stated, quote, Even without Cerner, our total revenue grew 8% in constant currency driven by Oracle's rapidly growing applications and infrastructure cloud businesses, end quote. This is the first quarter in which the company owned Cerner, and Oracle noted how the health IT company delivered the best revenue quarter in its history. Oracle expects the acquisition to benefit revenue and earnings per share growth in the coming quarters as Cerner becomes fully integrated and receives the result's cost-efficiency benefits. Without the impact of the U.S. dollar strengthening compared to foreign currencies, Oracle reported that its earnings per share would have been $0.08 higher. Shares fell. In other equity news, UBS Group, ticker symbol UBS, announced that it will raise its 2022 dividend from 51 to 55 cents per share, which is an increase of 10% compared to the previous year. Additionally, UBS Group expects share repurchases for 2022 to exceed the $5 billion goal. Shares of UBS were nearly unchanged. 
The S&P 500 index snapped a three-straight-week losing streak last week, even as expectations remain elevated regarding continued tighter monetary policy by the Fed amid the backdrop of slowing economic growth. The August employment report also fostered some volatility, and Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders notes in her latest article titled, Are Jobs Living on the Edge?, how the jobs report delivered something for both economic bulls and bears, but what matters more in the near term is the Fed's focus on seeing a continued easing in labor demand. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders, and you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Tuesday, the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, unexpectedly rose 0.1% month-over-month in August, compared to the Bloomberg consensus estimate calling for a 0.1% decline, and versus July's unrevised flat reading. The core rate, which strips out food and energy, increased 0.6% month-over-month, double July's unadjusted 0.3% rise where forecasts called for it to remain. Compared to last year, prices were 8.3% higher for the headline rate, above estimates calling for the rate to decline to an 8.1% increase from the prior month's unrevised 8.5% rise. The core rate was up 6.3% year-over-year, above projections of a 6.1% gain versus July's 5.9% rise. The Bureau of Labor Statistics stated, quote, increases in the shelter, food, and medical care indexes were the largest of many contributors to the broad-based monthly all-items increase, end quote. The Bureau of Labor Statistics did note that some indexes declined, however, including those for airline fares, communication, and used cars and trucks. The National Federation of Independent Business, or NFIB, Small Business Optimism Index for August increased to 91.8 from July's 89.9 level and above the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a 90.8 reading. The index posted the eighth consecutive month below the 48-year average of 98 but reversed some of the declines in the first half of the year. 29% of owners noted that inflation was their single most important problem in operating their business. The NFIB said, quote, The small business economy is still recovering from the pandemic, while inflation continues to be a serious problem for owners across the nation. Owners are managing the rising costs of utilities, fuel, labor, supplies, materials, rent, and inventory to protect their earnings. The worker shortage is impacting small business productivity as owners raise compensation to attract better workers, end quote. Treasury yields were mixed as the yield on the two-year note soared 19 basis points to 3.75%, and the yield on the 10-year note climbed 6 basis points to 3.42%, while the 30-year bond rate ticked 1 basis point lower to 3.50%. The markets continue to grapple with how much will the Fed remain aggressive with its monetary policy as containing inflation remains top priority. The U.S. dollar continues to pull back from a recent rally to multi-year highs. 
Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in our Schwab Market Perspective titled Mixed Signals how the Fed has embarked on one of the most rapid tightening cycles in over 40 years and with inflation continuing to outpace wage growth, more rate hikes are likely on the horizon. Kathy also offers analysis of the greenback in her commentary titled The Strong Dollar, Can It Continue? You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones, and be sure to check out our Financial Decoder podcast titled When Interest Rates Rise, What Should You Do With Bonds? featuring Kathy. More of the August inflation picture will come into focus tomorrow, courtesy of the Producer Price Index, or PPI, forecasted to show that prices at the wholesale level declined 0.1% month-over-month following July's 0.5% fall, while the core rate, which excludes food and energy, is expected to post a 0.3% month-over-month gain after July's 0.2% advance. On a year-over-year basis, prices for the headline figure are estimated to have moderated to an 8.8% rise from the prior month's 9.8% gain and show a 7% increase for the core rate down from the prior month's 7.6% growth rate. The MBA Mortgage Application Index for the week ended September 9th will round out the docket. In international news on Tuesday, stocks in Europe declined as investors continued to grapple with expectations regarding monetary policy tightening. Markets digested inflation reports both out of the U.S. and within the region. Inflation data in Europe showed Germany's final read on August CPI was unchanged from the prior report, while Spain's final August CPI read unexpectedly increased both month-over-month and year-over-year. Additionally, Switzerland's initial report on its August Producer Price Index, or PPI, noted a slight month-over-month decline in line with the prior month's decrease and a more noticeable drop year-over-year. Inflation pressures have forced central banks to tighten policy aggressively and have been exacerbated by an energy crisis in the region that has ensued amid the ongoing war in Ukraine, amplified by Russia shutting off energy supplies to Europe through the Nord Stream 1 pipeline indefinitely. Prospects of energy shortages in the winter have dampened expectations of economic growth and current consumer sentiment in Germany, as shown by the Zoo survey, which declined more than expected month over month. The Eurozone's Zoo survey of expectations also noted a drop versus the prior month amid inflationary and energy concerns. Amid the backdrop of elevated inflation pressures, Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, notes in his latest article titled, Home is Where the Inflation Is, how central banks that base inflation measures on rentals rather than home prices may persist in hiking rates, thus applying more economic breaks despite easing home sales. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The euro and British pound dropped versus the U.S. dollar, which has pulled back from multi-decade highs. Bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. traded higher. The U.K. FTSE 100 index fell 1.2%. France's CAC 40 index and Italy's FTSE MIB index decreased 1.4%. Germany's DAX index and Spain's IBEX 35 index lost 1.6%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.9% lower. 
Stocks in Asia ended the day mostly higher following the release of economic data in the region and as the markets awaited today's inflation report out of the U.S. The international markets have been volatile as of late amid increased expectations of continued aggressive monetary policies from most major central banks. In economic news, Japan released its PPI for August, which signaled a 0.2% month-over-month rise, slightly below expectations, and lower than last month's upwardly adjusted 0.7% gain. On a year-over-year term, a PPI rose 9%, slightly above expectations, but in line with last month's upwardly adjusted figure. Japan also reported that its third-quarter outlook on business conditions rose, breaking a two-month consecutive decline. In the Pacific, Australia reported that consumer confidence increased month over month, while still highlighting that pessimistic sentiment outweighed optimistic sentiment. Australia's central bank delivered its fourth consecutive rate hike last week to try to cool consumer prices, which appears to continue to weigh on sentiment. Australian business confidence and conditions also improved month over month as the nation's economy attempts to weather the sharp policy tightening. With central banks in North America, Europe, and the UK aggressively tightening monetary policies, the Bank of Japan has abstained and China's central bank has diverged and actually loosened its policy recently. The moves come as China has continued to deploy COVID-related restrictions in parts of the country, which has negatively impacted economic growth. China, the world's second largest economy, has also been hampered by real estate struggles, regulatory crackdowns, and geopolitical tensions with the U.S. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his latest article titled China Q&A Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary pressures, currency movements, government policies, and more. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 0.3% with a yen gaining noticeable ground after recent weakness versus the U.S. dollar in anticipation for U.S. inflation data later today. The yen has hit multi-decade lows versus the greenback following a sharp drop that began in March amid the Bank of Japan's lack of keeping up with other key global central banks in monetary policy. China's Shanghai Composite Index gained 0.1%, while the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index declined 0.2%. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index moved 0.8% to the upside, and Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index advanced 0.7%. South Korea's Kospi Index soared 2.7% amid a return to action following a four-day holiday weekend. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will hold industrial production and core machinery orders from Japan, CPI, PPI, and the Retail Price Index from the UK, as well as consumer confidence from Spain.